Welcome to another episode of the Vince in the Bay podcast. My guest this episode is Kevin Hitt. He's an esports editor at rotowire.com and he also writes for ESPN about esports. He's here to give me a lesson on esports gaming, which is not what I thought it was when I first heard about it. Thankfully, I have my guest, Kevin Hitt. Kevin, I've been wanting to talk to you about um, e-gaming for a long time now, ever since that dude. That Thorin? Thorin? Yeah. That dude. Okay. That guy is the person who put e-gaming on the map for me because I was on Twitter and uh, somebody, I don't know, RT'd something he said in regards to e-gaming journalism. Yeah, yeah. And I made a flippant remark, like, that's the most absurd thing. I can't believe there's there's e-gaming journalism. That's insane. That and, would flip him out. Oh, and this guy went bonkers. And, of course, he had to put do the the tweet out to his uh, his Twitter army, uh, yeah. you know, gave me the uh, dot in front of my name tweet. Yeah. Boasting about how he had five times as many followers as me. And uh, so that put me in my place. Oh, God. Twitter royalty over there. He's uh, kind of an arrogant fuck. I'm oh, yeah. Him. Absolutely. I guess that's part of his charm. I don't know. Oh, dude. Yeah. Now, this guy, man, I'll tell you what. He he is Twitter royalty in terms of uh, esports. And he absolutely ruined Luminosity Gaming today. It was pretty neat to listen to. I don't. You got to give me a backstory here. I don't know what the hell. Yeah, dude. Luminos- so check this out. This is how it goes down. So Luminosity Gaming, who's currently the number one team in the world in the Counter-Strike Global Offensive world, up until about uh, February, they weren't the number one team in the world. They were just a bunch of dudes from Brazil that were playing on a team. What happened was they had explored contract negotiations with SK, a team out of Germany, and they signed a letter of intent, which isn't a contract. It is um, terms of a contract saying, we will sign with you. If these things come true. So these guys go and they negotiate with SK Gaming. They get a contract. They're, you know, given the world. And then all of a sudden they win the MLG Major in Columbus, Ohio. They win the biggest purse term of the year, $500,000. Holy crap. 500K. Yeah, dude. That's where it's at right now. So they win this tournament. And so they go to the owner of Luminosity Gaming. Like, hey, we're thinking about splitting the SK. And the owner of Luminosity's like, cool, you guys can bounce. I don't have to pay you any of this $500,000 you just won. And they're like, what? And he's like, yep, no, I'm going to hold on to it, and then you guys can go. And so then they, because they never made any money previously, they This is a gaming the, team you're talking about here, right? Yeah, eSports Gaming Organization. Think of, uh, think of it as an NC2A institution. Think of it as UCLA as UCLA has uh, baseball, football, basketball. Well, think of these esports organizations as uh, institutions that have CSGO, Dota 2, League of Legends, Hero of the Storm, and things like that. So they, they field teams in different sports. So anyways, now SK wants to sue Luminosity Gaming and those players, saying that, uh, yeah, bro, you guys reneged on a contract, and you belong to us now. And uh, so then 
Luminosity is claiming they didn't understand the words because they speak Portuguese. Yet three of their ah, guys, Portuguese. Yeah, exactly. Three of their guys speak very fluent English. Um, Ai, Jesus, Apagaluj. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know what that means, but knowing you, I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Um, of course, it's like any other language. You, if you only know a couple words, you just know the bad words. <laughs> See, I know you pretty well, dude. So, yeah, SK is from Germany. Luminosity Gaming players are Brazilian um, citizens, and they signed the letter of intent in California. So they have three sets of lawyers going over all of this. And the reason why it's a big deal is because SK Gaming is now a part of E-League, which is Turner Broadcasting's Professionals Counter-Strike Global Offensive League that is... Um, TNT on- is broadcasting these, these championships now. TBS. TBS, Turner- same, same Turner, Turner Network. And they are broadcasting the CSGO tournaments, which SK is a part of, but SK has been bad-mouthing the Luminosity. Oh, my God. And part of their uh, contract negotiations. They are not allowed to do anything... That would uh, belittle or ruin the brand of E-League. So what's happening right now? These guys are uh, talking a lot of trash. And uh, E-League is now going to meet to see if there's going to be any punishment levied against SK Gaming. SK Gaming is going to meet and see if they're going to levy any lawsuits against Luminosity Gaming. So eSports, now that there's real money involved, real shit's going down. Wow. This is like the Wild Wild West. It's a standoff. That is not a bad analogy, Vince. Wild Wild West days. As the gold rush gets going, everybody's going to fight for their share of what they think is theirs. And with this esports thing going on, I mean, they're they're projecting a uh, $400 million business here in 2016, climbing to $600 million in 2017. So they're they're going to close in on a billion dollars in the next three to four years. Man, and how does Rick Fox uh, fit into all this? I know he invested in something. What did he did? He, did he invest in a team or a league or what did he do? Yeah, so check this out. So Rick Fox, I, I don't know if you know. I know he went. To, I know a lot about Rick Fox. Okay, he dated Vanessa Williams. He went to the University of North Carolina, Tar Heels for life. Um, he's from like the Bahamas or the tropics somewhere. And he Bahamas. He uses... and uh, Mr. Thompson, who does the Lakers play-by-play. They're both from the uh, Bahamas. Tom- oh, oh, you mean Michael Thompson? Yes, they're both from the Bahamas. Who is, of course, the father of, of Clay baby. Thompson, who went <laughs> bazonkers last night against OKC. That was epic. So, uh, so Rick Fox. See, it all. It always comes back to the Dubs, bro. I'm t- it all comes back to the dubs. Should be happy. This is the in your wheelhouse right it's here. It's the center of the universe, dude. You know what? It's Oracle. I love watching uh, your tweets as the games are going on. It's pretty. Uh, I'm glad somebody does because I know all my old troll hacker friend nerd online people don't like it because it's sports ball. So um, Rick Fox, you ready? Yeah, Rick, Rick Fox, Fox. Where does he come into all this? This is what he did. Rick Fox started his own esports organization called Echo Fox. So Rick Fox decided he was going to buy a team. So he has uh, sports. He does League of Legends. He does Counter Strike CS:GO. So he's the owner of Echo Fox. And Vince, I'll show you one of the things that you can do. Liquipedia is the way that you can look up stuff. So here's Echo Fox, founded and owned by former NBA player Rick Fox. 
The organization was established in December of 2015 after Fox purchased and rebranded the League of Legends team, Gravity Gaming, for a reported sum of $1 million. So he bought this whole team, this whole organization, for $1 million and now has a League of Legends roster and has a CSGO roster. So he, they're sporting two teams. For the uninitiated, what the hell does CSGO stand for? It's Counter-Strike Global Offensive. It's a video game that uh, has been around for a while. It came from 1.6 Source. Uh, it's a game owned by Valve. It's a first-person shooter where... Violence. Violence. Yes, exactly. It's terrorist versus counter-terrorist. Oh, it's perfectly fine to be first-person shooter when it's a gun you're shooting, but if it's your cock, no. No. Yeah, that, that's an entirely different league, I think, actually. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. I, I'm watch, I'm <laughs> over on Triple X Bunker right now watching that league play, rat, play out. Uh, but yeah, so it's a first-person shooter, and you're trying to stop people from planting a bomb. And if they get the bomb planted, you are then tasked with trying to defuse the bomb. And the terrorists are tasked with stopping you from defusing the bomb. So it is a defusal first-person shooter trying to blow the shit out of a lot of people. All right. You know what this is psychologically doing to our youth? Uh, yes. According it, is wussif- to, uh, it is wussifying them, okay? Wussifying okay. them and turning them to Satan. Well, yeah. Yes. That was already happening uh, <laughs> decades ago. Um, see, they they like these violent games because they can act out in virtual uh, land or what they can't act out in reality, which well, which is why some of these guys actually do flip out and do do it and do like shoot up a movie theater or whatever, you know. But it's they're used to this violence, but then once they go outside and are confronted confronted with real violence, they just go fetal. They would run like little bitches. They yeah. they have no idea what's going on. I don't think there's any lasting effects, Vince, from playing a first-person shooter, my man. I think it's just kids goofing off. Adults are into it, too, because, like, you know... Well, I'm you 45. Know, yeah, a lot of these kids, their parents grew up playing video games, so they're playing them together, or they're playing different games. And well, we are hog the and bandwidth. generation, man. If you think about it, the 40-year-olds... Yeah, Generation uh, X. Yeah, we were yeah. the first consumer video game players. From Pong to Atari Twenty Six Hundred, we were the target market. So I mean, and we have the money, so we we can spend. I know some people are spending, you know, five thousand dollars a year on video games on Steam. So there's there's quite a bit of uh, money being spent, and you know, Rick Fox is not a stupid man. He saw this, and I don't know if you knew. But uh, Shaquille O'Neal has uh, ventured into esports. Oh, of course, dude. He's in everything. He's in yeah, wrestling. So he he's in wrestling. He's in everything. And um, Alex Rodriguez and Jimmy Rollins um, have also invested in an esports team. So these guys are all buying esports teams. When I first heard about esports gaming, I thought, okay, uh, e gaming sports. However you, you you put it. Oh, you mean like NHL '94? That was my favorite esports game of all time, man. I love that. Too, no joke, man. You know, I used to write uh, for Major League Baseball. You know, notes for RotoWire. That's what I did. And they said, "Hey, we have this new esports division. Go check it out." So I, like you, thought, "Okay, it's going to be MLB 2K16, the show, or it's going to be NHL 2016. You know, NBA 2016." But in fact, it isn't. It's just basically any game that uh, can be visually appealing to a viewer and is competitive 
and uh, that people want to watch. So it's interesting. You know, it's Dota 2 League of Legends, Counter-Strike Global Offenses, uh, Offensive Heroes of the Storm, uh, Street Fighter V. Um, those would be the uh, staples of the uh, esports gaming uh, network there. Now, are there any categories where there's esports gaming with actual sports games like NBA 2000 or Madden? Or do, they, do they even make Madden anymore? They still do. Yeah, Madden's yeah. still a very popular title. However, Madden, those games are not very popular in terms of uh, esports. Yeah, or- yeah, yeah. Because these guys are nerds. It's sports ball. Yeah. This is like their attempt to like put sports into something and say that it's see that's the thing I I I want to challenge this. It's okay, it's competitive gaming. I don't know if it's sports though. Yeah, well, the, the funny thing you should say is that I actually was speaking to my editor the other day and I said, "You know what, Joe? I'm not really convinced that uh these games are sports." And if you look up the definition of sport, it goes something like with physical action with a, a lot of players playing a competitive game kind of deal, you would be surprised how many people have actually had to go to the doctor because of carpal tunnel, because of back problems, because of neck problems. Dota 2 match, which is a best out of five, these guys are sitting in chairs for maybe five to six hours at a time. Holy That's crap. Well, Holy well, crap. The, you know, the, the secretaries should get into the sport. Secretaries actually have a lot of surgery, uh, surgeries on their wrists. But let me tell you, Vince, one of the things that I talked about um, with Kevin Naki on IGN Esports today was how many dates and how many times competitions that these guys are playing. Luminosity Gaming, for instance, up until May 1st, so you're talking four months, four solid months, had 72 competition dates in four months. Roughly... When you talk about their travel time, their practice time, and things of that nature, it comes out to about 80-something days out of the you know 120, uh, roughly, that these guys are in competition or traveling. I mean, Vince, that's a lot, man. Still not a sport. I'm still not convinced. Um, it's like poker. I see poker on ESPN. I'm like, you know, competitive poker, fine. It's not a. It's not supposed to be on ESPN though. A guy's <laughs> well, playing blackjack in a in a casino. That's that's not like the equivalent of watching Serena Williams hit a tennis ball. Do you know when poker actually took off as a, a TV program that people started watching? Was when you could get into the head of the individual players with the uh, cam. Had the camera set up on the draw. That, that's great. That's fine. You know, hey, that's, you know, they got that in football, too. It doesn't make it. That doesn't mean anything. That just means competitive card playing. You get to see the player's hands. Still doesn't make it a sport. Let's define sport. You ready? I, I brought up the definition for you. Yeah. How about an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against another or others for entertainment? Uh, the first thing says involving a physical exertion and skill. Do you think not there? So you're, it's you're... not if um, tapping your thumb on a button five thousand times qualifies. There's, I mean, where's the where's the end? That's a slippery slope right there. You are absolutely right. Playing Connect Four is not an esport. It's a game. Yeah, these are games. It's gaming. 
Okay, I get it. Competi- now, again, we're back to, to gaming. It's competitive gaming. Well, now you have to go back into something else and think about what's called the actions per minute, okay, or APM. There I'm are- sorry. I'm I'm a sports fascist. I I barely <laughs> I barely give bowling a pass. Okay. Well, you know, bowling is a mass motor skill. But let me ask you this. With these guys and the amount of um, actions per minute that they're making in a five-hour match, these guys are having to have surgery and having to take time off because of overuse injuries. And if overuse injuries isn't indicative of a physical exertion, then what is? Tell me about that. Okay. How about, uh, well, then nursing is a sport. Everything is a sport then. Well, nursing, there's no uh, competition and there's no score. So that's the thing. Oh, it's dude, that- you don't think they, can, they couldn't market that? Give Bravo uh, a reality show producer and they'll, they'll, they'll whip that up. But perhaps. This new term is out there, gamify. Let's gamify everything. It, it will, you know, they do that in the tech world where they want to, you know, incentivize their employees. Or gamify, compete with your employees. You know, let's gamify nursing. Let's gamify everything. Well, Everything's guess, a sport now. Well, why not? That's the thing, and that I did take issue with, you know, the esports community that Connect Four uh, is not an esport. No, it's Playing nor is it a sports sport. Those are games. So I do think we need to make a distinction between what is a game and what is an esport. And I will tell you that playing Counter Strike and playing Dota Two and playing League of Legends, in my mind involves a lot of physical exertion to the point where these athletes have doctors and are having surgeries on their wrist and their elbow and their back because of how many movements per minute they're making. Sounds like the to me they need to engineer <laughs> better how, chairs perhaps. How, how they how they yeah, how they uh I mean who says they have to they have to uh, sit there? Why can't they just be rested in the most relaxing position possible? There is one player, gosh, I got to remember his name, that actually is in a lounging position when he plays. Yeah, I mean, that's how you play at home. Everybody plays, everybody at home is like laying on the couch, laying on their, at the end of their bed, a bed on their stomach. Nobody's, hardly anybody's sitting down. But you're you're on a couch, you're, you're just sunk in so that they should get more comfortable. That's their problem. In order to be good at anything, uh, you need to have 10,000 hours, basically, in anything you do to become an expert. These guys are practicing anywhere between four and eight hours a day, moving their mouse, doing the actions. Oh, my God. They're moving their mouse. I didn't take that into account. You're right. You're right. This is major, major physical. Okay. That's like twice the exertion. Four to eight hours a day with the actions per minute plus the 80 days of traveling and competition. When you use your, you know, you use part of your body that much, it's going to wear out on you. That is why I think the physical exertion portion of the definition of sport is applicable to why this uh, can be called an e-sport. All right. So luminosity. These guys are like the evil overlords. These are. They, it almost <laughs> sounds like Illuminati. These. These are the. <laughs> no, the these dominate. guys are just dudes from Brazil. They're pretty well liked. They started off, um, you know, not knowing a whole bunch about the game. They decided they were going to start practicing and get good. They weren't very good for a while, and then out of nowhere, they became the number one team in the world. And now they're making quite a bit of money. They are buying training facilities in Los Angeles, which basically amounts to they buy a house, 
They wire it with the best internet speed they can get. They get about 10 computers, and that is their training camp, and that's where they all live together. That's okay, well, all right. Send me a link. I want to check these guys out. Just boom. Scroll down on that link. Look at how much money they've won in prize money. I think they're at a million something since uh, Luminosity G- Gaming, uh, often abbreviated LG, is a North American esports. Blah 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 blah. Um, yeah. Founded by Steve Bukaki Madia. No, not Buyaka. 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 Chewbacca. Steve Chewbacca. Steve Buyaka. Buyaka Maeda. The headquarters are in Canada. You yes, said it was that's Brazil. Where he lives. Yes. Okay, they're they're a Brazilian gaming team located in Canada, and uh, the, and and participate and and based in Los Angeles. Based in Los Angeles, these are all. Brazilian. Oh, they have a roster, active roster. Is this is this standard? Yes. Five five guys and a coach, or yes, does sir. the coach does the coach play? The coach can play in tournaments. For instance, uh, at the MLG Major, actually, the tournament that they won, um, one of the players from Ninjas in Pajamas. Ninjas in Pajamas. Yes, one of the players from Ninjas in Pajamas could not get his visa fast enough, so Pith. The coach stepped in and played. a ninja couldn't. That's great. A ninja couldn't get something fast enough. That's impossible. Yeah, yeah. could not get it. And the coach stepped in and played and did an admirable job. Ninjas in pajamas finished uh, in the fifth through eighth category, taking home thirty five thousand dollars with their coach playing. Bill Russell used to coach and play for the Celtics. He's pretty. He's the best player on the team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get back to the uh, um, the, the players and coaches of um, uh, this team, this Counter Strike team uh, from Brazil, Luminosity Gaming. I'm looking at Fallen. Yeah. Gabriel Toledo. That's right. Yeah. And Fallen is dude. The- if I was denouncing game, I go, "Holy Toledo in the lead." <laughs> you know the funny. How thing- do they call the? How do the announcers call the game? Yeah, I call it kind of a uh, crescendo. Because everything's really quiet, 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 and then there's falling knees. Boom! They go super fast like a machine gun, and then slow down. It's kind of like ebbs and flows. Mm. What about Taco? I like that name, Taco. Yeah, I like that name too. But unfortunately, he's probably the worst player on the team. Yeah, he's down. He's he's barely above the coach. Yeah, in rankings, no, he, team he rankings. Probably Fallen's got a got a crown here. What does that mean? He's like uh, like an all star or something. Uh, the crown means that he is the in game leader for his team. So what will happen, Vince, mm. is you'll spawn out. Mm-hmm. Your, your avatars will um, spawn, and then he will, based on their position, tell them exactly what they need to do for the round. Oh, they have temporary stand-ins. This exactly. is interesting. Yeah, and if you go to hltv.org, Vince, which is the premier Counter-Strike global offensive uh, statistics website, you can see and find every stat there is in this game. And you'll see that, for instance, when we go to Fallen, he is one of the best players in the world, 11% better than the average professional, according to uh, hltv.org's ratings. But on top of that... Uh, your boy Taco is .96, which means he is 0.4% worse than the average professional, by the way. But Cold Zera, he may be the best opper. Um, op is a sniping weapon. He may be the best opper in the game. With Cold Zera, which is uh, Marcello David. That's David. Him. That's him. Yeah, he's one of the... Uh, 
He's one of the best offers in the world using uh, his uh, sniper rifle to uh, devastating effect. Interesting. This is out of control, man. Well, oh, here we go. Fallen is in the news, actually. That's going to be the big deal that I was telling you about. Earlier today, Gabriel Fallen Holy Toledo gave an extensive statement to the Daily Dot. Oh, geez. As a reply to the controversy between Luminosity and SK Gaming after the German organization attempted to poach the Brazilian team. Wait, this German team is trying to take players from the Brazilians? But Yeah, but see, that's just a misnomer. That's not exa- That's not how it is at all. This is propaganda. Yeah, exactly. This, is, this is posted by Stryker. Yeah, I don't trust anybody named Stryker. Come on. Um, and this thing is going to go to litigation, I'm telling you right now. Is this worse than Gamergate? <laughs> no, it's not worse than Gamergate. What's it? Ga- I don't even know. I I don't want to get totally into it, but I vaguely know what the hell that's all about. And to me, that that's like the nine eleven of uh, gaming for some reason. Well, yeah, because anything that involves women and sexism in in anything is going to kind of blow up. So you know the Gamergate thing with the you know with the female and the sexism in esport and the sexism in video games. Let's just be honest here. The demographic for video games, like we talked about before, is males. Males are the people that play games. I will have an article coming out on Rotowire and ESPN uh, titled Women in Gaming. The stuff that girls go through when they play games, once, they, once the chat room finds out that there's a female in it, all hell breaks loose. And there's not a whole lot of good going on. Yeah. Gamergate was kind of a big deal. But the problem with now is that since eSports is emerging as a major player with major money... So, oh, my God. So, Holy yeah, crap. I just, I just saw... Uh, I just noticed the uh, eSports reporter for uh, Daily Dot who did that yeah. write-up. Write Holy yeah. moly. Yeah, dude. Sarah, Sarah Mueller? Yeah, Sarah Mueller. Sarah Mueller. Holy crap, dude. There should, like, should, how you you cannot have a woman that beautiful. I guess you. I guess that's how you have to do it. Get a just a really cute young chick to be a reporter on esports. That's that's the formula. It's like Fox News. Well, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, the thing is, is she, is she on her... Snapchat? What's her thing? Oh, she's got everything here. No, she's, she's got Instagram. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm all. Oh, she's on Twitch. Yep. Do you do Twitch? I'm starting Twitch. I built this studio so that I can start streaming. I am talking with Kevin Hitt of, wait, what do you, what's your title? Rotowire.com, uh, and my articles appear on ESPN. Kevin is a writer for Rotowire and ESPN.com. He, he's covering eSports gaming. We've been talking about this subject, uh, which I... I'm still not convinced as a sport, but I'll let that pass. It's it's I guess it's semantics. It's competitive gaming. If if you want to be a sports purist, you go and uh, watch that guy Steph Curry play. He's better than a video game, bro. <laughs> is, is that's that, some esport gaming in reality. Is that the you round know ball yes. guy? He, he he throws round balls. Yes, him? yeah. He, but they put the orange ball in the hoop. You hear MySpace got hacked? No. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, MySpace hacked. Oh, my gosh. I had to check the date. I was like, is this, was this, for, is this from 2007? 
No, that's right. A hacker tried to sell 427 million stolen MySpace passwords for six bitcoins, which I guess is like around $3,000. That's a story. Yeah, yeah. Well, here we go. The story to me is that MySpace is still around and people are reporting on it. It's amazing. But uh, coming up in uh, June, there is a $3 million Dota 2 tournament coming up called the Manila Major. And um, first place gets $1.1 million, Vince, for winning this tournament. $1.1 million to win this tournament. Second place gets 405000 Third gets 315000 Fourth gets 255000 There are a couple of North American teams. Uh, Evil Geniuses, Team Liquid, uh, have been... Are the Pajama uh, Ninjas going to be there? Uh, you know what? They are not. They are a CSGO team. So they will be competing. In- oh, I forget. They, they, so do any of these teams play more than one, specialize in more, in more than one game? No. Um, the teams don't, but the organizations will. What, what happens again, I think UCLA, they have a basketball team, they've got a baseball team, mm-hmm. they've got a football team. So they do, in fact, have a, a, quite a few different things. But one of the big things coming up in the world of Counter-Strike is the ESL1 Cologne uh, tournament, which is um, at the Lexna Arena, and I believe that is in Germany. So they will be in Germany. It's another $500,000 first place purse tournament, and Ninjas in Pajamas will be there, Luminosity Gaming. And uh, right now they're in the qualification process to see who's going to make it, but the one North American team that was invited Counterlogic Gaming, and they will be in attendance. Wow. The world's largest CSGO tournament. Do you say CSGO or do you say CSGO? No, you, CSGO is the way that you say it. If you say uh, CSGO, you'll get laughed at. Oh, God forbid you actually use an acronym as an acronym. But hmm. yeah, Vince, no, this, this eSports thing is taking off again. A lot of money. I'm just happy to get it on the ground floor. Team Liquid. Team Liquid, they are a North American team. Watch and, out for uh, them. Watch out for them. They might be a dark horse because their logo literally is a dark horse. <laughs> they actually are a dark horse. They're very talented. Watch out for them. That's my pick. Watch out. All team right. Liquid. All right. Team Liquid. Vince in the Bay is going to go with Team Liquid. I, on the other hand, am going to go with Fnatic to win this thing, even though Luminosity Gaming will be the odds-on favorite to win. But I'll go with Fnatic. And I don't know why you didn't pick Ninjas in Pajamas, by the way. Hey, you know, sometimes when you're making picks, you, you can't use your heart. I know. You want to go with your heart, but you can't. But you got to go with your... Do you go with your heart or your gut? Well, and my gut's you, telling me the Dark Horse is Team Liquid. I'm looking right at them. They're right in the middle. Their logo's right in the middle. It's a freaking Dark Horse is their logo. It is. They are the Dark Horse. They're going to so win. Vince, if you were going to start an esports organization, what would you name it? What would you name your team? I'm curious. Um, you know, I I I think I I I have an idea for a team name. Um, it's whatever. <laughs> I was trying to do a podcast called "But It's Whatever." Even made a website, but it's whatever. I could turn it into my new esports gaming team. Are you going to have the it's? As in, quote, it's whatever. 
And well, the website is, but it's whatever. It's already out there. We have one podcast on that, there. But it's whatever. That's outstanding. But it's whatever.com. So I could turn that into my new eSports e gaming team. B-I-W? Boo. Everybody's <laughs> going to be like, watch out for Boo. B-I-W. Watch out. We're coming. Okay. Well, Vince and the Bay will be the in-team leader. I'm the coach. I'm the coach. I'm the guy. Okay, you'll be yeah. the coach. You'll I'm not going to. I'm not team. playing. You'll be the Is there coach. a general do they have general managers? I think I need a front office position. No, they do. They absolutely have all of that in their esports gaming network. Yeah, I think I'm going to I'm going to be a president, owner, founder and um general manager. You know, it's not a horrible position. I'm already I'm already talking to tacos folks. Well, don't go go don't go poaching Vince. You're not allowed to go poaching players. That's not You didn't hear that here first. Yes, yes. Vince is not poaching Taco from We're not in we 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 have not entered talks. I'll tell you right now, we have absolutely not entered talks with Taco's people on possibly coming over to BIW. You you just you just like tacos. BIW it almost dude, it almost sounds like a wrestling thing. Yeah. BIW. No. BIW Gaming. Yes, Luminosity versus BIW. And the, <laughs> You're it, pretty close. Telling you, man, but it's whatever. And all our all our guys when when they win their game, they just, you know, you do the mic drop, but they but of course it's a controller drop, right? Yeah. And they just say they just say, "But it's whatever." And walk away like <laughs> It's more like a keyboard drop, so that would be Yeah, unique. keyboard drop, whatever. He's just going to walk away and just get like that like like it was nothing. Taco drops the keyboard, but it's whatever. But he says it in, of course, in uh, Portuguese. Yes, yes. Okay, so now Taco gotta... needs to recruit a team of guys whose name is simply food. So pizza, yeah. taco, burger, burrito. Man, this is like a whole new world I've been opened up to. You're ready to go. You are ready to enter the E World Sports Arena. Watch out, folks. I'm going to start poaching. Poaching tacos. Um. Okay this this site teamliquid.net. Yeah. What's that all about? That's their wiki for e-gaming. Yeah, which but they have a staff that actually updates it. Like it's one of the Counter Strike. That's one of the best informational sports uh, websites you can go to. It, it lists all the leagues that are playing, lists the important teams and their rosters, and there's a lot of things that you can. Oh my uh, god! There's games live right now. Yeah. Absolutely. You can go to Twitch, and they stream those games live every time they play. Uh, there's uh, the ESL Brazil Premier Season 1. There it is. We got yes. uh, oh, oh, uh, yeah. uh, INTZ versus Supernova. Yeah, Supernova's okay, but they're not great. Let's jump into the action right here and get a little taste. Oh, my God. Oh, well, right in the dead. Wait, did I have it for a second there? That was me. Oh. Ready? Yeah, what, give me a link on Twitch. Oh, by the way, Taco is streaming. Give me t Taco's link. Minion, let's do this together. We can do this. Flashing for you on spawn. Throwing flashback. We can do this together. Is that him saying we can do this? That's him. I love him. I love him. I'm going to recruit this guy. He's great. I love him. We can do this together. We can do this. We can do That's just like we believe. Strength in numbers. He's a comrade. Jesus Christ. Holy crap, look out. Taco, if you don't get out of this alive, you're fired. Gosh, that was a quick hire. I will watch you Smoke. killing people. Yes, I will watch you killing people. Here comes people. Taco to your link. Oh, my God. Taco, is he over 18, I hope? 
Uh, Taco, I believe, is 19 years old. Okay, because I don't want to... This is... I don't want to watch 16-year-olds play games. Okay, good, good. He's of age. I feel uncomfortable watching really young kids play games. It's it's weird. There's Paco, and they're in their house in Los Angeles right now. So you can see all the other Luminosity gaming chairs that they're using. To uh, they're they're practicing right now. He said, "Who parties the most? Who goes to party the most? Who goes to party the most?" Is he now? Is he playing against somebody else, or what is yes, he playing? Yes, they're with? playing a match. They're playing a, a scrim right now. Uh huh. Oh, I have to. I have to pay money to watch this shit. No, you don't have to pay money, but you can subscribe, which gives you uh, certain privileges, being able to post links. Uh, they'll do giveaways for their subs. Uh, no commercials, so all that kind of good stuff. If you subscribe. Hmm. So I'm gonna say goodbye to Taco on my end. Okay, that's that's cool. I know where to find him though. Twitch TV slash Taco CS. Yes, sir. Good times. Chat room's pretty uh pretty pretty wild over there. Oh yeah. No, they and they answer questions. They're one of the things that I like about esports is that their athletes are very accessible. They don't uh, run and hide. And in fact, I was at DreamHack Austin just last month with Luminosity Gaming. And in between all of their matches, they would go and sign every single person's, uh, you know, whatever they had to sign. And they would not stop until the last person got something signed. So these Luminosity Gaming guys are very, very classy class acts. Oh, man. You disappointed me there. When you said, <laughs> yeah, you started going there, you said, in between every match, they go into the bathroom and snort an eight ball of Coke. <laughs> and then no, they go okay. straight All back right. out and destroy people for eight hours straight on Counter-Strike. No, no, no. You, you're closer than you think, Vince. You want to know what the big drug of choice is. Adderall. That, you nailed it. Adderall is the... These guys absolute- are pussies. You don't want Adderall. You want uh, Vivance. It's better. Okay. Well, these guys are... There is a big deal with these professional gamers taking Adderall. Uh, performance-enhancing and- drugs. Are you kidding me? I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, these guys are taking Adderall, letting them focus a little bit uh, uh, more than, say, the guy that's not. But there's no drug testing in esports, so you can take whatever you Nor want. Nor should they want. be. Like I would assume they're all at least high on, on, on pot. I would but, assume so, too. Yeah. I mean, that's, I, that's, that's the whole point of video games, right? You get high and you play them. Uh, yeah. You know what? I'm thinking of doing a... Uh, they, they shouldn't they shouldn't drug test if they drug test for that then they should drug test for movies in the, in which case uh <laughs> Martin Scorsese would not have a career oh my god yeah no these guys uh big deal and I'm going to uh, get in on it I'm going to find some Adderall I'm going to take it and I'm going to see if it makes me a better counter-strike player I don't know if it's gonna make you better I think it's good well I don't know can I be a more focused, poor player then, perhaps? You'll be more focused, and you'll be able to play it longer. Um, so I guess, yeah, there will be some residual effect. <laughs> but, you you know, you got to keep taking it at every time, at, at every competition, if you want to keep, you know, sustain whatever level you're, you're trying to go for. But, yeah, uh, I don't even know about the withdrawal effects. If you take it once, do you have withdrawals? No, dude, so many people get, get hooked on that shit. That's... Uh, well, is it kind of a buzz, or what is it when you take that? Or is it? It's just, just an upper. It's an upper. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, and it um, you know you take a few of them, and you're you're focused. It's for ADHD and other other stuff like that. Um, which for ADHD people, it it focuses them, it calms them down. But for people that aren't ADHD, yeah, it focuses them, but it speeds them up. You turn like like into a. Uh, so you're you know, saying I can get some work done? It's almost like you're you're fucking on meth or some shit. It's, <laughs> it's speedy. It's really speedy. Like that Full House episode. Where Candace Cameron's taking stuff to lose weight—is that what this is about? Uh, it could be. I, I don't know. They usually <laughs> they usually just OD on diet pills and stuff. I don't know. I think it would. Yeah, I, I could see you losing weight on that. Probably. That's all. Those uppers get people strung out, right? Like you, cokeheads are not usually fat. Tweakers and cokeheads are not. They're good. never fat. So I, I'm I'm thinking. You know, yeah. If you take any sort of upper, you're gonna probably lose some weight. Yeah, well then I'm because gonna... you're so focused, you forget to eat. That's another thing, though. It's it's the side effects. My choice. Then. Side effects, bro. Side effects. You got to make sure you hydrate yourself. That's another thing. When people are on these drugs that keep them, you know, like even like acid or something that where it's just a long, crazy trip and you you lose, you know, sense of uh, reality. You got to sometimes remind yourself to keep yourself hydrated. Just simple things could make your trip, you know more detrimental yeah adderall that's they they do it for students too students will request it from their doctors you just ask for it these days psychiatric doctors are like drug dealers it's not that hard to get prescribed something if you really really want it and think you need it i think i need it because i'll tell you what i it's hard to write for two hours at a time i look at the paper uh, I look at my computer screen and I'm writing articles and I want to try and get them done. And then I start chasing shiny objects. Maybe Adderall is the answer for me. But you can you can get distracted on that, too, because you'll be focusing on one thing and then you'll then something will distract you and you'll just focus on that for another hour. <laughs> and then something will distract you from that and you'll focus on that for another hour. And then suddenly you're like, oh, shit, five hours went by and I totally got off track with the original thing. I was trying to do and to counteract uh, just sitting in one place and not act not actually being active other than your wrists and fingers you should be i you know what they should if they want to call it a sport put them on a on a stationary bike while moving the mouse that might be interesting yeah yeah playing oh i forgot these guys they don't use joysticks yep they use a uh, keyboard and mouse that's how they play these games and the keyboards Sometimes they're provided, but sometimes they have to turn them in a week before the competition because sometimes they hide USB ports in there or USB uh, drives and they have a config file and they cheat. And that's happened more than once. See, now that's the stuff you got to look out for more than the Adderall. Yeah, for sure. So, Kevin, if uh, someone on listening wants to stalk you on the Internet, where do they go? <laughs> well, you can reach me at Kevin underscore hit at Twitter. And that's Kevin hits. That's Kevin underscore hit. And hit is with two T's. Two T's. Hit is with two T's. Yes, sir. And then uh, I also have a podcast that has just hit the iTunes market called Get Wrecked. And it's me and my editor, Joe Bartle, as we talk about eSports. Uh, check that out. Right on, Kevin. Thanks for uh, joining me, being my guests on this episode. And uh, I'll, I'll be sure to check out your podcast. No, I appreciate it. And Vince, as always, uh, 
love to be here. Thanks for the invite, and uh, take care. All right, cool, Kevin. Later. There he is, Kevin Hitt, my guest for this episode of the Vince in the Bay podcast. Follow me on Twitter. It's twitter.com slash Vince in the Bay. Check out the blog. It's vinceinthebay.com.